hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. As we close out the week, we've, we've had some really good topics this week. I think I've enjoyed, enjoyed them. them. Yeah. <laughs> but I um, thought we'd close out the week talking about uh, a little more about some of the exciting times that we were kind of ending with yesterday. But um, you were talking about a bucket list yesterday. And I have a bucket list, but my bucket list is for the millennial reign. Because during the millennial reign, which is comes at the end of the tribulation when we come back with the Lord and he sets up his kingdom we talked about that a little bit yesterday and for a thousand years Jesus is going to reign but there's some really special things that will happen during that time which is too many things to really cover but um, one of the things is the curse is going to be lifted and so um, you know no weeds and thistles and all that kind of stuff among other things Satan's going to be chained up so he's not bothering anybody right, right. Jesus is ruling so everybody's going to behave mm -hmm. you know um, but anyway, let's read a little bit of the scripture um, that talks about that. And there's there's several places in the scripture that address it. But uh, since in the uh, one-year Bible we've been reading in Isaiah, we came across a section in Isaiah that's referring to it. So in Isaiah chapter 11, jumping into verse 6, it says, In that day, so we're talking about during that time, In that day the wolf and the lamb will live together. The leopard will lie down with the baby goat. The calf and the yearling will be safe with the lion. And a little child will lead them all. What a picture to even think about that one. The cow will graze near the bear. The cub and the calf will lie down together. The lion will eat hay like a cow. They're all going to be vegans. <laughs> uh, the baby will play safely near the hole of a cobra. Yes, a little child will put its hand in a nest of deadly snakes without harm. Nothing will hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. Um, for as the waters fill the sea, and I love this last phrase too, so the earth will be filled with people who know the Lord. Yeah. So, you know, um, another place where you can go and read more about it, and there's several places in the scripture, but if you want to read more on the thousand years, you can go to Revelation chapter 20. There's a lot more details there too. But that's why my bucket list, because we're at the stage in life where there's some things I know I can never do. Yeah. And so I know in that thousand years, you know, I figure I can request you know, in the thousand years. I mean, the Bible does tell us that we're going to have roles to play. Right. God's so what are you going to request? Oh, uh, things that probably wouldn't, you know, like I, I, want, I, I want a quilt and cross stitch. I probably want to teach piano again. My fingers can't do it anymore. I, you know, there's just so many things. I want to travel and not worry about terrorists or bombs or any of those things. <laughs> uh, you know, I want to be out in the country. I want a garden. Um, which I've never been good at. There's a lot of those things I know time is ticking and I probably will never get to do on this side of eternity, but the millennial race is going to be a wonderful time. Well, it's interesting. We're going to live forever. And we know there's a city, New Jerusalem, uh, which is, is, I think, oftentimes part of at least what the Bible refers to as heaven. But there is a thousand-year period after the tribulation in which the world will be, and I know there's so much more here than this simple statement, but maybe this helps. The whole world will be much more like the Garden of Eden. Yes. Because if you go back to the Garden of Eden, there was no sin. Mm -hmm. uh, God was fellowshipping with, with people. Uh, there, were, there were no curses, no problems. The animals all got along fine. So I'm not saying we'll all be in the Garden of Eden. I'm just saying it'll be, it'll be kind of like a return to the way things were. Similar economy, a similar, a similar world yeah. experience. Right. So, you know, people have asked me through the years, why this thousand years? If we're going to live forever, why is this thousand year period of time? And I, I'm sure that I, there are things that God has in mind that are way beyond my understanding, but I think I, I understand several things. Number one is there will be people who will live through tribulation. the tribulation and live on into the, the thousand year period. And they will live on because they have accepted 
Christ during the tribulation period. So these will be believers. Uh, but they will have children. You know, they, they will still be in their, in their bodies that they came through the tribulation in. So they will procreate. have children. Right, procreate. And so at the end of the tribulation, we know that Satan is loosed for, uh, excuse me, at the end of the millennial reign, Satan is loosed briefly to be able to tempt those who have not yet made the decision. And then after that, he's bound forever. He's bound with the chain for those thousand years. But then he's bound forever in the lake of fire. Uh, another reason that I find, uh, at least I think that the millennium may be the case, uh, there are those who believe in what's called a millennial Sabbath. It's a theory. It's not a doctrine. It's a theory. But we basically are coming to the end of 6,000 years of recorded Bible history. And so we know that the first week, or all weeks really, but if you go back to the week of creation, there were six days and then there was a day of rest, that seventh day. And there are those who say, well, in the you know, when Peter wrote a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. And there are those who say, well, that's, a, that's where we draw this idea of a millennial Sabbath. 6,000 years of troubled history, 1,000 years for the world to be at rest. But here's, here's to me the greatest reason for the millennium. I think God wants to show us what the world would have been like if sin had never come in. Mm. You know, what, what his creation was meant to be. Right. Because all our experience that we have on the earth is a combination of looking at God's beauty mm-hmm. and what God created, but it being tra- uh, troubled and tainted by sin mm-hmm. and all the pain that's in the world. Well, this is God's way of saying, this is what I meant for things mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I just, it just makes me so excited. I so look forward to it. And a thousand years is a long time. Now, it's, not, it's nothing compared to eternity, but it's, right. a, it's a good chunk of time. And I love the fact that we'll, we can still be influencers on those that are born and grow up during that thousand years. So, you know, we'll still be teachers and, and preachers and representing, I believe. So much to look forward to. I always, you know, when we, you and I talk about this, I always think something to look forward to. I know. And this is the ultimate. Well, and we know that there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. So uh, one thing I want to point out for anyone who would love to study these things, that it doesn't mean that at the end of the thousand years we'll never have the same qualities that the Bible talks about for the millennium. It's just that at the end of that thousand years, Satan is never going to be heard from again. And so who knows? It could be this world as as we hear it described in the millennium, uh, in the Bible about the millennium, we're, we're going to have access to that new heaven and a new earth throughout eternity. It just gets better and better. Yeah. If you read it, it just gets better and better. And at the end of the millennium, that's when the clock gets thrown away because there's no more time. <laughs> there's no more time. And that's when the eternal uh, eternal state. I don't know that I have that much of a trumpet list for the millennium. I think just that one thing, the clock being thrown away. <laughs> <laughs> but you got a thousand years before you get to that. So. Well, I know, but I'm just saying... Uh, in that regard, uh, not to have the pressures of, of life that sometimes... Uh, and we won't grow old. Yeah, you know, that's true. Because we'll be returned to whatever is that perfect state. And just so many things to look forward to. Relationships. We're, we're not going to be on an island by ourselves. We're going to be in a community. And what we just read is that the earth's going to be filled with people who know the Lord. You know, we think about... People used to say to me, I wish I could work at a church because I'd be surrounded by Christians. Or I wish I could work at a Christian bookstore because I'd be... Just those are old conversations, I guess, because there's a peace and a joy when you're with other Christians. And we're going to be... The whole earth is going to be filled with people that know the Lord. Yeah, that, that's great. Of course, here's the deal about this millennial reign. You know, 
There are things in the Bible that there are only a few references to. Not this one. I mean, this thousand-year period, the prophets talk about this all the time. I mean, in fact, you and I are always talking about this. We're reading through the, uh, well, we're reading through the major prophets right now. We'll be in the minor prophets pretty soon. But there are so many times where the prophet starts talking under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit about something going on right there, and then all of a sudden, boom, he'll jump to talk to the millennial about the millennial kingdom. So this is all over the Bible, uh, and. We're looking forward to this, and who knows? We could be, uh, we could be seven years away from That's it. Right. You know, a little more than seven years because the tribulation will come. And then I've always talked about this. I think we talked about it a little bit on Noah's window. The, the days before there's a 45, the coronation. There's a, there's a 45 day wait. You know, there's going to be a coronation in England now mm -hmm. with That's the death right. of uh, Queen Elizabeth and the ascension of Charles. But I mean, there's a 45 day period where the world is building up to the coronation ceremony, which is, I think, the beginning of the, of the millennial kingdom. Oh, I love that. I love that. Uh, yeah. Getting ready for that coronation. I just want to be part of the, the road crew for that. Yes. <laughs> for getting ready for that for that coronation, you know, because we see and I think we'll watch this in England, you know, in Great Britain. Uh, we're going to see all this magnificence and splendor and all this build out that's going to happen to prepare the grounds for the coronation. Can you imagine what it's going to be like on a new earth? Mm. Mm. Well, that's going to be great, but I would gladly replace that coronation with the one we were talking about. <laughs> oh, oh my God, goodness, yeah, that, that absolutely, uh, yeah, because it's, you know, as respectful as we are of Queen Elizabeth, but right. I mean, it, it, it can't compare. Yes. To the coronation of Jesus Christ. So much to look forward to. Yeah. Well, today, Mark, would you pray for us? Father, this whole week on Noah's Windows, Mary Alice said the theme has just kind of got us looking forward and looking to uh, not just the things that are happening on the earth, and we do want to be good stewards and pay attention and use every opportunity, but Lord, your word tells us that the best is yet to come, and we're not headed for crisis and chaos. We're headed for glory because we know Jesus and not anything in ourselves. We do look forward to this reign, and Father, we we celebrate your son, Jesus Christ. He's king in our hearts and lives already. We look forward to the day when he reigns over all the universe as King of kings and Lord of lords. And it's in his holy name we pray. The name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, we're at Friday. Got a big weekend coming up. We do. And in our series, Promised Land, uh, we've been talking about journeying to that destiny that God has for us. How to have a comeback after a setback. That's what we're going to be talking about this week. And we all need that because we'll always have setbacks. But how do you have a comeback after you've had a setback? And how do you stay on the road? That's great. And so if, we would love to have you come on campus. But if not, we'd love to have you join us online. You can go to newspring.org and find the service there. And um, we're just looking forward to the weekend. That's right. And it's not long before concert in the park. Excited about that, too. That's right. Coming up, too. So much to look forward to. So much to look forward to. So we love you guys and appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us at our house. See you soon. God bless. <laughs>